Wait, no show yet. We got to tell you about a live show we're doing. If you like pre-recorded Kill to Death, you're going to love a live show we're doing online on Bad Dog Comedy TV. This Monday, uh, November 30th, uh, our call time is 8.30, so I can only imagine uh, that the show is 9. Uh, it's got to be. Out. Uh, it'll be live. You can type in the chat. You can mm-hmm. give suggestions. You can interact with us. Uh, it'll be like a live Kill to Death, but you don't have to hear audience talking. Yeah. And we got great guests, so uh, definitely check it out. And please still listen to this episode. Bye. Hey, Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life incidents. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! Hi. I'm Griffin. Steve. This is Killed to Death. The Improvised True Crime Podcast. You know that. Duh. I don't know when you guys are listening to this, but when it is right so now. So far in the future. Well, I just mean uh, it's kind not kind of timely what I'm about to talk about and discuss. Okay. And it may not be. So this may be a tip for next year, but uh, it's pumpkin carving season. Which means you get to do whatever you want. Well, everyone, I'm sure you're getting ready to carve your Hanukkah pumpkin. That's true. That's true. What would you carve at, at, like, Christmas or Hanukkah? What would you carve at, like, a winter thing? You can carve your wreath, I uh, guess. You can make your wreath into a shape on your door. Yeah, you can twist it up like a yeah, balloon animal. you can make a pretzel wreath on your door. Uh, you can... I don't know if it's sacrilegious to uh, uh, smelt your menorah. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Probably would be. And I'm not... <laughs> the one to speak on this but i think it is <laughs> it's uh, not good oh I'm, i am the one to speak on it well, uh, half of it. i you can speak on half of menorah i declare it fun and fine <laughs> oh, okay good uh, good start uh but we, we we're coming at you from what i understand with some pumpkin mm, carving tips yes 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 that's exactly right which you know what if it's too late in the future use them next year there's always a time to carve uh tip number one yeah get a bigger better knife I've been using really bad, dull, crummy, shitty butter knives, and I've been using. I was using spoons at one point, and it was a disaster. Spoons are good to scoop out guts. That's right, and I was using a big knife for that. So <laughs> this is. Um, You're gonna want to swap around your utensils. Yes, and that took. That was a big learning curve for me. So I'm just trying to get ahead of this for all of you guys. Is use the right tools for each one. You want to lay them out like. Uh, You're more a recording surgeon. this as a reminder to yourself. <laughs> yes. Well, all, that's what all these shows are. <laughs> Except for me, a lot of notes to self. You'll hear me muttering in the background. Uh, yeah, I got you a movie have... idea. <laughs> a good movie idea. Uh, get Tom Hanks in there. and uh... A great director. <laughs> and boom, we got a good movie. <laughs> I just make like movie ideas of like people I want to work with someday. Uh, so tip number one is get a, a bigger, better knife. Mm. And this is regardless of what knife you're already using. Yes. It can always be bigger. It can always be better. Um. Can I tell you my worry? That the knife will be too big for uh, precision cutting Mm. when you need, like, a tiny nose or a rounded eye. This gets into my second point. I'm going to do two in a row right here. Oh, wow. Okay. No precision on mine. Never use precision on a pumpkin. You're uh, just kind of, yeah, chucking things at it. Well, I also get, I go around, and uh, as you know, every year the uh, biggest pumpkin is awarded. Biggest pumpkin, and I go to one of those festivals. Yes, it is awarded to people for their skill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so usually you'll have to go and do like high jump or something. Yes. <laughs> well, I get, <laughs> I win the biggest pumpkin. 
<laughs> and um, I, of course, use that, which means no precision is required. It's gigantic. Um, I put that on the front lawn, and uh, I actually do it like a manger scene. I stage a major scene in now, the... Now, Steve, you can speak on if this is sacrilegious. It's not! <laughs> <laughs> that, I can say. It's not. Uh, so just carve um, whatever whatever religious scene you'd like to and then light it up from behind, and it can be a full, giant scene if you get a big enough pumpkin. And, Steve, do you want to hit us with tip number three? And tip number three, of course, is to know how to dispose of it afterwards. A lot of people just let these, especially when they're giant, like, room-sized pumpkins, they let them rot in their front yards. It's kind of disgusting. Um, you can convert it into a tool shed uh, if you line the walls properly and um, if you maintain it. Or you can uh, mush it up into little bits, and you can hand it out. And then leave it there. <laughs> well, no, yeah, Halloween comes around, and the kids are looking for something. Hand it out. Oh, so you're Halloween. saying that it rots before Halloween? Oh, before yeah. Before Halloween night? If it, gets, if it gets here early enough, which mine do... Um, I like to carve it eh, mid-August, right. and then <laughs> so and you mush it up into little bits and hand it to children on Halloween. Yeah, because you're gonna have a lot of little bits. Uh, you and that's know. what this show is: little bits. <laughs> yeah, that's the description. We should start using that as the description. And Steve, tip number four. Well, I do four. <laughs> we got a great guest today. We should probably get to that. <laughs> there, are, there are five. There are five. All right. Well, um, <laughs> tip number four, of course. <laughs> um, Stop! Don't use it for soccer, no ma regardless of size. Um, do not use your gourds or pumpkins for soccer. Right. They uh, mush and gush, and that's terrible for soccer. Get a proper ball. Yeah, you will. You can put your foot like through the side of a pumpkin, and it will just start gushing. Yes. And pumpkins' guts will be spraying out like a fire hose. Yes. Uh, Children screaming. They're covered in the seeds of this pumpkin. And yeah. So be careful with that. Don't do that. And uh, tip number five. Don't bowl with it, baby. I've been, uh, I've been. Uh, um, you can't banned. do soccer or bowling. No, I've been banned from a lot of bowling alleys uh, by bringing in the pumpkin. I'm, I, it, I'm trying to do TikTok, and I really thought it'd be funny. The Kesha song? Yes. And so I put that on, and then I try and bowl and get a strike right when the beat drops with this. But the pumpkin doesn't roll that well. It and everyone is terrified because uh, keep in mind this is a pumpkin. Yeah, this is a carved is Halloween pumpkin. So already, even without throwing it, well, people yeah. are panicking, and they think it is a head being rolled down the lane. They think you're. Yeah, That's how good my carving is. They think you've come directly from Sleepy Hollow to yes. the bowling alley. Yes, yes, they think that. Uh, can and I they tell a, me? Can I throw in a bonus tip? No. Okay. Five. Let's start the show. Okay. The victim, Fred, food truck employee. Today's guest. Timothy Toole, food truck owner who found the body. Timothy, hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, how are you, I guess, uh, murder aside? Murder aside, I'm doing very well, thank you. This has been a great day for me personally and professionally. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. What's so great about today? Uh, well, as you probably heard, there was a murder in my food truck, so I'm getting a lot of publicity. Publicity that up until now I'd unfortunately lacked. But right now, wow, people are knocking at the door. Oh, boy. A food truck. This is uh, exciting for us. Yeah. Uh, Steve, uh, big foodie, me, I love yeah. trucks. Yeah. Uh, well, and a lot of places are, uh, you know, shut down. Restaurants shut down. Nothing better than a food truck. 
That's right. That was my inspiration as well. I combined my two loves, food and trucks, smashed them together for a food truck. Now, you're right that the latest quarantine restrictions were quite problematic for the restaurant industry, but not the food truck industry, because I have a giant food truck, so myself and all my employees could easily waft around the food truck without getting in each other's space. How, how big, when you say giant food truck, mm-hmm. how, how big is this truck? Oh, it's, so you know, like a, like picture a normal size food truck. You so picture far, so picture your favorite food truck. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. You got a specific image and size in your mind? Red. Yeah, okay. Now increase that by about 12%. So about 20 square feet bigger. That's the size of my food truck. <laughs> nice. And, and you can kind of still stay in the one lane while you drive, but it's hard. It's a little bit harder. It's just slightly harder. You wouldn't notice it at first, but eventually after enough hours on the road, you'd say, huh, either these lanes are getting smaller or this truck got slightly bigger. <laughs> and you know it got slightly bigger because you made it slightly bigger. That's right. I custom designed it. <laughs> what, what kind of food do you serve? Grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm. Ooh. Now, are you one of these sassy ones that says, we'll serve you a grilled cheese and nothing else? Don't ask for pickles. Don't ask for extra mustard you know what i mean and they do one thing and they do it well or you or can you ask for pickles uh you can ask for pickles but uh usually we're, we're we don't have pickles usually we're more the former situation you just described where it's just it's not out of a, uh coming from a place of sass per se just more lack of ingredients often mm-hmm. i think oh that would make a great sandwich pickles in a grilled cheese wow that'll set us off but then i just forget to buy the pickles and we're stuck with the same bread cheese combination right so you have a pretty extensive menu but only one item the grilled cheese sandwich usually available Yes, that's right. Usually we're all out of the other items and that they weren't stocked properly. Is that just your job to just go buy more food? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're, yes, yes. To answer your question, yes, that's my job. Oh, thank so, you for answering. Do you like buy groceries to like stock up the truck at the beginning of the week? How does a food truck work like that? Well, here's the fun thing about cheese. Uh, <laughs> now, I don't like, now. I don't know if I should be admitting this on air, but... There's a there's been a recent well it's not recent it's a long standing issue but people often shoplift cheese and then sell it at a reduced rate in the alleyway behind the no frills near my house so initially I thought oh that's strange I'll just buy some cheese from this man who shoplifted all this cheese from the no frills and use it for personal use but I was getting such good rates on the stolen cheese that I decided to make it a whole to quit my job and to open a food truck selling all the stolen cheese that's really why I chose cheese because I could get it cheaply from the man who steals the cheese from the no frills so you decided entirely to start a food truck business because you could get cheap cheese that's right, yes. I ran the numbers. It made too much sense not to. Did you have any culinary experience before this? Professionally or personally speaking? Uh, let's go professional and then personal. Professional, no, absolutely not. I mean, I've eaten in restaurants, but I can't say I've ever cooked in one. <laughs> personally, personally, no, not that either. No, I tend to order in mostly. Mostly, I mean by mostly exclusively order in. And who is this man? Did you have some relationship with this cheese man before? Did you know him? 
No, he was a stranger to me, but it's funny you should ask. He was a stranger to me. We eventually developed a bit of a working relationship based on all the cheese I bought him. And then I eventually hired him to work in my food truck. And we worked very closely together until, of course, his recent uh, grisly passing in my truck. This is Fred, Fred was the cheese man. Fred was the cheese man, oh, yes. Oh, I should have known Fred the cheese man. Yes, Fred. Yes, that's right. Fred the cheese man. Taylor. Fred the cheese man. Taylor. <laughs> yes. Fred the cheese man, Taylor, and Tim Toole, my name, we thought we could be unbeatable. And turns out... One of us is unbeatable, and one of us is dead. <laughs> what is the name of your food truck? Do you have a, a funny pun name? Yes, it's Cheese Tease, please. <laughs> that is a great pun. That's good. Yeah, thank you. It plays off the uh, popular phrase, tease, please. Right, that's right. What but adds in cheese, in and it rhymes. All three of them rhyme, in fact. Fred thought of that. Unfortunately, may he rest in peace. May he rest in please. <laughs> cheese, please. Cheese teas, please, even, if you will. <laughs> so do you, have, do you have a route you drive, or do you kind of park in one location and just wait? Whoa. Park and wait. Park and wait. Mm. Where is that? Can't be cooking and ripping around the streets. It's dangerous. <laughs> uh, I usually park. So the, the no-frills, the aforementioned no-frills, where I first got to know Fred... Uh, if you go around back, the part where there aren't many cars or customers, there's actually a drive-through pharmacy and a long grassy knoll and, and very few people. So we tend to set up there and, and wait for people to drive through picking up their prescription drugs, and then we try to sell them a grilled cheese sandwich. All right, so I've already well, got one theory. Yeah, grassy knoll I've got a theory. is suspicious, I will say. Uh-huh. Anywhere close to a death. Oh, I see, because of the, the assassination, you're... You're positing that Fred may have been assassinated? By Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, they are former roommates. <laughs> but we can get into that later. Damn. Well, okay, we got suspect number one. Right. But what, I'm curious, what, uh, what did Fred do besides steal cheese for you um, as an employee? Uh, it's a great question. He would steal the cheese and then sell it to me uh, at a discounted rate. Uh, and then you both go right the next truck. to where he was selling it into the food truck. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, say that again? You would both walk up two steps into the food truck after he sold you the cheese. Well, there's a few more. We'd meet on the grassy knoll. He'd give me the cheese. I'd pay him. And then we'd walk a little bit apart so that it didn't look too suspicious, about like 20 feet. And then we'd get, walk back to the truck. And, and then I would get him to grate the cheese while I buttered the bread. <laughs> so you're, So this operation was two men. You buttered bread. He grilled the cheese. That's the food no, he, truck. No, he grated the cheese, and then we'd oh. take turns grilling the sandwich. And we'd, to be honest, get into quite the arguments over who grilled the better sandwich. Fred had his own way of doing it. I had mine. And uh, let's say I won out in that he's dead now and I'm not. <laughs> what, is, what is your specific way of grilling cheese, having no experience in the culinary industry, professional or personal? Uh, I just leave it on for not long at all. So, like, delicately place it and immediately flip? Yeah, I, I don't like to keep it on for more than two, three seconds aside. I don't want to risk the cheese melting. Right, so you, you cook an almost grilled cheese sandwich. You, well, you, <laughs> yeah, you might say that, yeah. Could, could, I could, yeah, that's right. Heat up a cheese sandwich, I guess. <laughs> it's not even heated up, to be honest. You can barely taste the difference. It's about 12% warmer than room temperature. Right. What was his technique? 
He would do the opposite. He would just leave it on there until I had to get the fire extinguisher. There was smoke shooting out of the truck. It was, it was, he just liked to burn it to a crisp. How, how did that affect customers coming back? Were the, were some people Did some people love the overcooked one? We had no some... repeat customers. <laughs> did you have any customers? We had a few. Fred's, Fred's mom came a few times. Well, not a few times, one time. Uh, and then again, yeah, the, the, the folks picking up their prescription medication at the no frills every once in a while, you know, they might walk over and take a look at what we were doing. And uh, we'd ask them if they wanted a grilled cheese sandwich underdone or overdone. And usually they'd say, I just like normally done, please. And we'd say, well, we can't do that. And then they would leave. But every once in a while, some teens would come and, and have a giggle and say, yeah, sure, sure, man, we'll take the, the underdone one. Huh? And then I'd give it to them and they'd leave without paying. Uh, but that's mostly it. Well, did you have any other employees or was it just the two of you in this big truck? It was just the two of us. Oh, wow. So you Like tr- the song. Yes. Two yes. in a food truck. Uh, the Spice Girls jam, was it not? No. I'm thinking of a different song. I'm thinking Never of the mind. song Just the Two of Us. Just the Two of Us. Yes. I'm aware of it. We'd play it in the truck sometimes. <laughs> Do you have a, Do you have any kind of a eating area set up um, around the truck? For us to eat, or for them to eat? The customers I'm talking about. Uh, anybody at all to eat? Uh, we would usually direct the customers to the grassy knoll. Uh, there's sort of a picnic bench that the teens like to hang out on. So if they're not there, it's a good place to eat. But if they are there, I wouldn't go near there. Uh, they're quite dangerous looking. So you mentioned dangerous teens a couple yes. times, and I'm curious. Um, what why why do you think they're dangerous you know what was their, what was your perception of them because besides uh you know lee harvey oswald they are my top suspects uh-huh yes i thought of that as well teens you know they're just dangerous and unpredictable i don't like them i, I can't predict what they're going to do they they tend to be amoral uh <laughs> and and usually they have nowhere better to be so they they you end up causing trouble they steal my sandwiches and then just go sit within view of the truck antagonizing me uh it's interesting sometimes they puncture my tires sorry it's interesting you keep giving sandwiches to the teens well usually not the same teen the one would do it and then they'd run away and then another one from the group would come and i'd say well this one's probably going to be different what are the odds none of them pay but then he he wouldn't pay either and then that cycle would repeat itself most most afternoons at when they got out of school did you mention that they slashed your tires yeah they well sometimes it was kind of a it was a yeah they yeah they slashed my tires is that the, the most heinous act that they'd done, or did this escalate into any kind of, like, feud? Uh, well, a feud tends to imply a back and forth. I was oh, always right. too scared of them to try to get back at them, but they would escalate their behavior towards me and my truck. Sometimes they'd take the sandwiches that they stole from me and jam them in the exhaust pipe, for example. Now, oh, and then your truck swells up big. <laughs> yeah, even bigger than it already is. <laughs> Take us through the day you found Fred. Was this a normal day? Well, here's the thing. Fred and I that day, it was a day like any normal day. Fred went into No Frills, stole the cheese, met me on the knoll. I paid him. (laughs) We took 20 steps apart and then walked back to the truck and started grating and grilling. Now, the thing you need to know about my giant truck is that I made it giant enough to fit a small bathroom. And... 
what happened was, and the reason I have a small bathroom is because I'm actually lactose intolerant. So sometimes a bit of the cheese gets in my mouth and I have to be, I have to be near a toilet. So a bit of the cheese got into my mouth and I had to go to the toilet. And I uh, was in there not particularly long, longer than it takes me to grill a sandwich, but less long than it takes Fred to grill a sandwich. So somewhere between two done, to three I seconds and yeah. hours. Yeah, I guess there's a big range in there, yeah. But I don't, it wasn't particularly long. It couldn't have been more than, more than 12 minutes, let's say. So I came out and he was just dead right there in the truck. In, inside the truck? Inside the truck. Just laying on the ground? Laying on the ground perfectly still like a mummy, but not in toilet paper. Just, oh. <laughs> I don't know what distinguishes a mummy besides the toilet paper. She was just lying there. He was just lying there on his back. At first I thought he was taking a nap, but then Maybe the blood, arms, obviously. Yeah. Did he have his arms, he have crossed? His arms crossed, mummy style? He, yes. Did he have oh. one long beard that kind of curled up at the end? Yes, and he didn't before, which was very strange. Oh. Okay, yeah. that is suspicious. Yeah, he must have grown it while he died. I don't know. I'd never seen that before. Did it look like anything was scooped out of his nose? Uh, yeah, his brains, of course. Yeah. Oh, this is a mummy killing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like it, huh? Now that so we talked about it, on. definitely minus the toilet paper. Killing. Yeah, I don't know why you doubted yeah. yourself. Yeah, this sounds like a classic mummy killing. Uh, yeah. Is there any, were there any wounds or anything to suggest the killing besides these, you know, obviously brains pulled out through the nose? Uh, no, there was, I mentioned a bit of blood, but I couldn't pinpoint the source of the blood. And then later I realized it was just a stray tube of ketchup. So that turned out to be a red herring, <laughs> literally a red herring. Do you get it? Because ketchup is red, as was Fred's blood that wasn't actually there. Uh, so no, to answer your question, not a, not a particular wound I could, uh, identify. And before you had gotten a bit of cheese in your mouth, uh, mm -hmm. did, was everything normal in the food truck? He was just grilling up sandwiches there? He, he, interestingly that morning, he great while he was grating the cheese, there was a loud horn sound that came from outside the food truck that caused him to sort of shudder. And he scraped his knuckles along the cheese grater. And then he mumbled, those fucking teens. But other than that, it was a very normal day. But did, did the teens beep at you? They didn't beep. They're not old enough to drive, but they have one of those old-timey horns that they like to blow outside the truck to try to, you know, scare us. Like a bike horn? Not a bike horn. Ugh. It's, I think it's for, it must be one of their grandparents or something. It looks like it's a hundred years old. It's, it's sort of like a gold tube that gets bigger at the end and then a black rubber ball at the other end. Yes. And then they squeeze on it and it makes yes. a big honking sound, much louder Jeez. than you'd ever think. And boy, did Fred hate it. It so, got him every time. It seems like of the two of you, Fred is the more reckless type. He's the one going in and stealing cheeses after all. Is it possible yes. that he had been retaliating with these teens without your knowledge? It's possible, yes. Fred did often mutter under his breath to himself as he prepared the grilled cheese sandwiches about taking vengeance on the teens and uh, stealing their wallets, stealing mm. their clothing, burying them alive, stealing that kind of clothes. thing. But as far as I know, he never did any of that. <clears throat> Just out of curiosity, this is unrelated to anything. Whose no frills is it? Whose no frills is it? Well, in a sense, it's all of our no frills, given how much cheese I've stolen from there. But I think it's Mike's. 
I can't remember to be honest because our view we're we're right next to the pharmacy we can't see the name of the no frills where we are right it could be Mike's no frills I think it's Mike's now is it possible Mike or someone else from the no frills had found out Fred was stealing cheese Mm. Mm. yeah he wasn't very good at it Uh, that's a good point often the security guards would say hey you can't uh, take that cheese and you're like see you tomorrow boys and he would just walk out because they're not it's like the lcbo strike recently or whatever that was where people would just walk out with booze and the lcbo guards didn't want to do anything it's the same thing here they don't want to get in fred's way fred i should also mention is a gigantic man oh like 12 percent bigger than the average man <laughs> even bigger he could barely fit in the truck <laughs> well that's why is you had because, to get him is it because i this question isn't stupid. Is it because someone put a sandwich in his ass? <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's probably how he got. Because when I met him, he didn't have a beard and he was normal sized. But eventually, one of the teens put a grilled cheese sandwich up his butt. And then suddenly he just kept growing and growing to the point. The day he died, he was still growing. <laughs> so oh, he, but he hadn't burst. He had not burst. No. Okay. Now that's interesting. Uh, what we're going to do is take a quick break, uh, but I, I do, uh-huh. don't be scared. This is not a rolling pumpkin down a bowling alley lane. This is just a break. But we'll be right back, and we're going to figure out uh, this case keeps growing and growing, much like Fred. We'll be right back. Someone put a sandwich in its butt. <laughs> yeah, someone put a sandwich in this episode's butt. Because <laughs> it just keeps going. And we are back, of course. On the podcast, Kill to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. That's this one. Uh, now, I actually have to go. You can't. It's quarantine. No, it's okay. I'm just going to go to Eric's room. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm going to go there and I'm going to write some pumpkin tips. So I have some for the end. Uh, but I will be back. Okay. And uh, we, of course, are still here with our good friend, uh, <laughs> Timothy Toole. That's what it was. Timothy Toole. Um, who, of course, business partners with Fred the Cheese Man Taylor and um, a food truck owner and operator of Cheese, Please. Cheese Teas, Please. Cheese Teas, Please. There it is. Um, and uh, a, a giant uh, 12% bigger than your average truck, which was parked outside, uh, no frills every day. Um, your friend Fred would steal the cheese, selling it to you at a discounted rate. The numbers just made sense. You needed to open the food truck. Uh, so you would meet him on the grassy knoll behind the no frills where he would sell you the cheese and then you'd walk at a distance apart from each other back to the truck where you both work together. You, of course, like to cook the sandwich lightly, if not at all cooked, uh, whereas Fred loved to burn the sandwich out fully. Uh, not a lot of customers, not a lot of customers coming through, just whoever was maybe going to the pharmacy to pick up stuff at the drive through pharmacy. Uh, and, of course, teens who would prank you in in various ways and not pay for the food and steal it and mock you by eating it over on the grassy knoll at the picnic bench with an eye shot of your food truck which they just uh burgled in a way um uh, fred unfortunately you found dead just the other day um lying in your food truck you are of course lactose intolerant and a bit of cheese had gotten in your mouth so you'd went to the bathroom for let's say 12 minutes uh, no more, at least. And it come back to find poor Fred uh, dead on the ground, 
a mummy killing, a classic style mummy killing, arms crossed, brain pulled out the nose, and a chin beard. Curved chin beard that was not there before. We should mention, of course, Fred had a sandwich shoved up his ass, which had caused him to grow and grow, and he was still growing until the moment of his death. Um, we also should mention that earlier that day, he, he cut his hand on the grater. He was, uh, his job was grating cheese, and um, there was a beep, which sounded like uh, one of those old-timey horns that uh, presumably the teens had taken from their grandparents, and it honked outside as something of a warning or perhaps just a pure annoyance to the two of you. Uh, Fred, of course, got startled, scratched his hand, bled a bit, and muttered about the teens. He would mutter often about these teens, um, and that's it. <laughs> and <laughs> we all know um, teens can be troublesome and dastardly, but um, we're, here, we're still here. We're still here with um, Timothy Tool. <laughs> So Tim, thanks for thanks for being here and staying with us. But um, you yourself had not seen any acts of violence from these teens. Uh, not physical, just the emotional violence they inflicted upon me and Fred most every day. Mm, that's hell. And you, uh, do you have any kids yourself? Do I? No, not no. well. Not not no, not no. <laughs> Why the hesitation? I'm curious. Well. It, <laughs> I mean, in the literal sense, yes, but in the emotional sense, no. In that, in that, it, no. I'm going to stick with no again. Okay, so in the literal sense, though, you do have children. In the literal, like, biblical, biological sense, yes. But in all the other senses, no. And are, are any of them a part of this group of teens? Oh, happens to be. a real amateur sleuth you are. Listen... Yes, my child is a teen, and yes, my child hangs out on the grassy knoll, but no, we do not have any sort of a personal relationship anymore. And that's why Awooka! I don't consider him a... Oh, what? Oh, my... Did I get you? Oh, God. Uh, someone... uh, hey, can I have a, a, an ungrilled sandwich? Vern? Some... Why aren't you at your mother's? Oh, I was just with my friends, uh, and I was uh, wondering, can I, can I get a sandwich? I'm not in the truck, Vern. I don't just carry around bread and grated cheese to dole out to little teen punks like you. Can I have what, just whatever's in your pocket? Yeah, I'll but pay no, for it. no, you can't have my no. You can't, Vern. I'm not falling for that one again. How Vern, did he get in here? Well, I'm I'm terribly sorry. Uh, we obviously keep the doors unlocked. We love to welcome in anyone. Griffin likes to come and go. Um, but uh, th clearly this is your son. This, well... Well, okay, not in like a... Yeah, like, literally, okay. yes, he's my dad. Yeah. But not like Thank in you. any other way. You also don't subscribe to the... No, I <laughs> don't subscribe you, to the Bible. No, right. it's not like a... No, it is in the biblical not, sense. It's not like a big thing. He's not my dad. But this Thank is you, Vern. Uh, and uh, this is Vern. What, what brings you here, Vern? Well, I just uh, wanted, you know, a sandwich that I was going to pay for. Mm. Oh, and I was going to go back to my friends and laugh about something else. Mm. Yeah, I've fallen for that one too before, Vern. The old pocket trick. The old I'm going to pay for this trick. The whole your mother's waiting outside trick. I've fallen for them all before, but never again. All right, well, you've uh, clearly bested me. How about a handshake? Well, okay, okay, I don't see any problem with this. Sure, why not? <laughs> Just a teen prank. God We've Damn got it. tons of them. Yeah, teens love little hand buzzers. Just as much uh, as we love the old-timey old horns. horns. <laughs> yes, old horns and hand buzzers. 
Yeah. Teen <sighs> pranks. Do you have a, a little flower that squirts water that you wear on your lapel? No, this is just a normal flower on my lapel. May I smell it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you could have drowned me. You have a tiny mouth. That filled that filled up that your was mouth insane. <laughs> oh my god. My mouth is 12% smaller than the average mouth. And I'm sorry for that. Who's this guy, Dad? Oh, this is a man who's doing marketing for the food truck. Why are you lying to him? <laughs> well, aren't you? That's why I'm here. All the good publicity for my truck. Also, he's trying to figure out who killed Fred. Yeah, I mean, that's primarily my job. <laughs> Where's, oh, wait, so is the marketing more important to you than finding out what happened to your friend? I would say they're equally important to me at this point. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm more invested, I'll say, in finding out what happened to Fred. Now, do you know Fred? I mean, you might lie about this, but... You, you know, know Fred? The other cheese truck guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know him. So you know, okay. He does the burned ones we don't pay for. Right. Okay, so you know his work. And you've been part of this, obviously, you've been honking the old horns. Yeah, I've been honking a horn. I've been hitting people with a cream pie in the face. Oh... Uh, Mm -hmm. I've been doing all kinds of stuff. Just teen pranks. But we didn't do anything to Fred. Well, besides hitting him in the face with cream pies and stuff? <laughs> we, didn't, we did absolutely nothing to Fred. We have hit him in the face, and we've tried to make him cut himself right. on the grater with a big yeah. horn. And I have buzzed him and with my hands. Did you slash his tires? No, we didn't slash the tires. Oh, that wasn't you. No. You, you might have someone else who slashed your tire. <laughs> well, that's very surprising news. I guess I must have another rival group of teens who's been pranking me, but... In any event, uh, maybe we should leave that for now. There is a bit of a west side, east side competition going oh. on to who can prank my dad the hardest. Oh, so there is a few just between teen groups. Yeah, What's but it's, it's lighthearted. As long as my dad suffers, uh, we're all happy. I thought he wasn't your dad. I've been going to church. Oh, okay, so now he's your dad. But you didn't have actual retaliation from Fred. Was he engaging in this, or was this more the two of you trying to, two groups trying to one-up each other? Well, I mean, what do you mean by engaging? Did he do anything to either of the groups? He or? would yell and chase and mm. stay outside our houses. Shake his fist. Regardless of that, nothing. Right. Mm. He would sometimes, you know, you'd look out the window and under one street lamp, you'd see Fred standing there. <laughs> right. And he'd be pounding a fist into a palm. Mm. Uh, both his. Right. Okay. Pounding his own fist into his own palm. Okay. Did you know about any of this? Yeah, that's just, that's what, that's what adults do. They hang under lampposts, smashing their fists around. That has nothing to do with, my, with this diverse. One day I'm going to do that. He wasn't trying to send any message. He was just working out. <laughs> and what do you or the other teens think about uh, Egyptian history? We're terrified. Yeah? We're we don't like to talk about Egyptian history. Really? Is this your There's doing? <laughs> Is what my making him afraid of mummies? Yeah, you instilled him with this Egyptian fear. Well, I will admit, at one point, I tried to turn him against his mother, and thought uh, the best way to do that was to conflate his mother with the the inhabitants of old Egyptian tombs. But he quickly saw through that, and our relationship rapidly degenerated after that. Do you know? Do you know Mike? Mangiardi. Yeah, Mike Mangiardi, who owns the No Frills. Yeah. Guy's a jackal. Or one of those Wait, jackal what? things. <laughs> a jackal? One of the jackal things with the big uh, hook. <laughs> From all hieroglyphics! You know what he's talking about? I think I do now, but what, are you suggesting that's what he is? 
guy's a freaking jackal. He's a full jackal. We've Not the animal. Him. We've seen him. He gets out of his car and he brings his big hook in a briefcase. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like a briefcase shaped like a big hook? Yeah. You can tell there's a big hook in there because of the shape of the briefcase. And you can tell, yeah, he's got a mask on, but it's behind a very long snout. Oh, my it's God. It's just kind of at the end of it. T- please, Tim. Yeah, no, that's adding up right now. Now what? that I think about you it, that's adding up. You also noticed this? Sorry? You've noticed this too? Well, I hadn't before right now, but now that he, now that he mentions it, yeah, he definitely... He, and he wore kind of old-timey gold and blue robes. Uh, and I thought it was normal at the time, but I now realize he likely was... No one uh, wears gold and blue! No, no, nobody does. No, it was a dead <laughs> giveaway now that I think about it. Okay, well, what, what, what have your interactions been with Mike? Obviously, oh, he doesn't care that the cheese is being stolen. There's... You mentioned that. There's no way jackal is the word for that thing, is it? No, I don't. I can't be right. <laughs> no, a jackal is an animal. A, a jackal is a cat, a feline. Yeah. No, a dog. Wait, is Wait. a jackal feline or canine based? <laughs> I'm not sure. Steve, I don't have my phone <laughs> nearby. I think it's a dog. Actually, I can now picture I the thing you're talking about, but I don't know the word for that. Is it possible Ra, the sun god, is shaped like this creature? I'm pretty sure this was the plot of the movie The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. I think it is. Someone yeah, dies in a find food jackal. truck in Egypt, and then a jackal comes for them. Yeah, driving a food truck called yeah. Cheese Teas, Please. You, we're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just come on down and we'll give you a free cheese sandwich. Not free, though. Everything else was true. You can make it free. Well, if you steal it, yeah. But you, so what have your interactions been with Mike? Uh, pretty straightforward. Usually he'd have that scythe uh, and he would kind of wave it at me menacingly and say, get that ever-growing colleague of yours to stop coming into my store and stealing my cheese or he's going to get what's coming to him. I obviously didn't think anything of it at the time. Mm. Not even now do I think anything of it. But <laughs> that's basically what every interaction was like. And he would just swing it at me. But it kind of takes on a whole new meaning now that you realize that your friend's been mummified without the yeah. toilet paper. Yeah, I mean, I kind of see the connection, maybe, if I look hard enough, but not, not fully, not fully clear to me. Well, okay, well, what, what's the last time you saw Mike? Do you guys go to the No Frills? you steal from there, too? We go to the Grassy Knoll, which is right by the No Frills, okay. right behind it. Hanging out on the picnic bench? What are you guys doing? Oh, you know, teen stuff. We're like <laughs> making a, a mime act. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of another one. <laughs> we're, you know, yeah, we're practicing vaudeville yes. to impress girls. Oh, that's what it's all been for. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're, we, yeah, we're back there and, you know, a lot of us are lactose intolerant. You get that from your dad too, I guess. Yeah. So, or no, from this guy, you mean. Yeah, sure, whoever this guy is. You're welcome, kid. <laughs> we got a bit of cheese in our mouth, so, you know. Why are you eating grilled cheese sandwiches? <laughs> That's how you get cheese in your mouth. Wait, what was that word you said? We were what? Jackal. Grilled cheese sandwiches? Oh, you, don't, you didn't teach him what eating is? No, it's just called getting cheese in your mouth. Oh, boy. You've got you to explain to him eating. I figured that's a, that's a lesson his mother can teach him. Anyway, because he kept eating the cheese, though, he and his little wiener pals had to keep using my toilet, and that didn't help things one bit. 
<laughs> you guys kept going back. Me and the Wiener Pals. Yeah. To the very place you'd just stolen from and then asking to use his washroom. We'd go up and we'd be like, hey, sorry, we stole the sandwich and laughed about it. We're, number one, still not going to pay. Number two, can we please use your bathroom? Don't tell him he's going to be a number two. He's not going to let you use your bathroom. Well, what else is it going to be? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, okay, so that doesn't answer the question, though. What, what, what did you see Mike doing? Have you seen him around? No. No. no, we only see him get out of his car. Yeah. He goes into the North briefcase. Field. Yeah, he's got his briefcase, his big hook-shaped briefcase yes. and whatever's in there. Yeah. He goes into the North Hills. At the end of the day, he comes back out, gets into his car, drives home. We don't mm. see him in between. We well, That's suspicious. But the day the day of, we so we all we all took, you know, we got cheese in our mouth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we got cheese in our mouth, so we were all, you know, Waiting out, we were in a big yeah. long line outside the food truck. Cl- you know, our hands were clenching our butts, <laughs> yeah, and we were jumping around. up and down. And the girls were loving it because that's kind of it's vaudeville. It's yeah, kind of big acting. You know, it's kind of fun stage performance. I stepped on a plank and it came up and hit me in the head. Well, that's funny, I guess. <laughs> but then we saw everything went dark. Uh huh. But it. It's like there was one cloud that went over the sun, and everything goes dark. Did you notice this, Tim? Surely you would have remembered this. No, I was just buttering the bread. No, wait and a minute. Was, I, wait I had to a go minute. To were you in the bathroom for these 12 minutes while they were all lined outside dancing around and clutching their butts? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why we couldn't use it. Oh, because the bathroom was taken. I understand. Okay. Yes. Everything goes dark, and this big shadow comes out of the exhaust pipe. What? The shadow goes out of the exhaust pipe, and it goes back into the no frills. Okay. Okay. I I I know. I hate to. I should have put a cheese sandwich in there and clogged it up, so I trapped you the did. trapped the shadow. No, not this day. Oh. We ran out of cheese to get in our mouth, so we used the exhaust pipe one. Now, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I think, from what I know about these Egyptian jackal creatures, they can transform into. Smoke monsters like Melisandre from Lost. Game of Thrones or Lost. You've been watching Lost. <laughs> yeah, we're teens. <laughs> yeah, of course, teens love Lost, and you you can travel around in this like gas like form and then re- you know reemerge in your fully formed jackal. State. Yeah, is that Egyptian history? Yes, and you should have been teaching him this. Well, uh, here's the thing about me and Egyptian history. I don't like it. I never liked it. It terrifies me. Everything you just said to me was terrifying. I don't even understand if you're suggesting that Fred became a ghost who came out the exhaust pipe or whether the exhaust pipe was some sort of independent ghost, independent of Fred and Mike, the the no frills. Are there three separate ghosts or just one? I'm flummoxed. There was a second shooter. Sorry? I'm I'm positing there was a second shooter. We, do, we oh don't even know there was one shooter. Did he have any bullet wounds? John Wilkes Booth? <laughs> yes. If it wasn't Lee Har- Harvey Oswald, it was John Wilkes Booth. Oh, my goodness. But as we know, both of those men are dead. So, ghost-like forms, gaseous forms, finding their way up into tailpipes... So what you're thinking, though, let's pare it down. You're thinking this was Mike transformed into ghost-like stuff, 
goes into the smoke. tail. Smoke. Goes in, smoke monster, lost style. Kills Fred. Comes back out. Shh, quiet. <laughs> That's what smoke monster says. Oh, okay. Well, you would know all the lines. And it comes, <laughs> it comes back out, back into the no frills, like nothing had happened. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I just mm. saw smoke and I had to poo. Did you feel something? Did you feel an icy cold chill in the truck or something? Well, I was in the toilet. Yeah. Did you notice anything yeah, weird? Did the I lights just flicker? Figured it was what Vern happened? or one of his friends climbing under the truck and shooting dry ice up the toilet hole to try to get me in the butt like they did that other time. <laughs> Yo, we already did it to you once. Why would we try it a second time? Because you tried everything multiple times and I, I always go along with it. We want to put dry I... ice in your butt so smoke comes out your mouth. Why? <laughs> what? We want to put dry ice in your butt so smoke comes out your mouth. It's a vodka yes, thing. Yes, you made that clear, and that's what I thought the the, the 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 presence I felt under my butt as I was on the toilet when Fred was killed. I thought it was you and your dry ice, but now you're trying to tell me it was a ghost Wait, of Dad, Mike the No Frills Man? Are you trying to tell me that the soul pipe from the toilet just goes out the exhaust of your truck? <laughs> you shit out the exhaust? <laughs> Yes, which is why it was so problematic when you jammed the exhaust with the grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> That's why the truck kept getting bigger and bigger. Just like Fred. <laughs> you clog up the shithole, it's going to get bigger and bigger. Well, it came I, out clean on the other side. Yeah, exactly. Another lost one. <laughs> we have to go back. That's lost. When they get lost. In Lost. Is that the same show? So... Is it possible Mike just passed through you in a gaseous energy up through the toilet? I mean, yeah, I guess anything's possible. So in that sense, yes, Mike probably, or at least maybe, took on a gaseous form while I was on my oversized food truck toilet, passed through me and went back into the no frills, but left Fred alone, I think. I don't think he did anything to Fred. Just like in Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. That's right. And that wraps up another successful kill to death. <laughs> it was uh, Mike. The, the Wait, it was Mike? It was Mike, the <laughs> demon, I guess? Ghost? Jackal. Jackal. Could what? have sworn it was Vern. You thought it was Vern? No. What? No son of mine would kill Fred. No, I, too scared. Well, I think you two need to take a moment here. And I think you need to come together on this one. Perhaps a truce. I mean, someone has died. And okay, well, it's going to well, be we sh- tough going. Now, about, you know, you got to come out the other about, side of this. How about we shake on it, son? Yeah, that sounds good to me, Dad. Okay. Oh, your hands are covered in shit! Okay, that wasn't supposed to be a prank. That's an Oh, my God. That's it. That's no. the last time I trust you. Dad, this was the unbuzzered hand. I didn't uh, know it was you covered said in that shit a million times. Did you get cheese in your mouth earlier? Yeah, I got cheese in my mouth earlier, and I wanted to use the bathroom. Oh, boy. I thought you guys could maybe come together, but no, I suppose not. Um, and that's The okay. cycle continues. That's all right. That's, uh, that's teens being teens. But, uh, I, well, you can uh, <laughs> rate us on iTunes. You can, or uh, Apple Podcasts. We want to thank Matt Probst, who did the theme song, of course. Thank you to all the listeners who listen. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. You can email us at uh, killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com, and you can suggest a, a scenario that we can solve. 
Um, and that's all the things you can do. I'm going to wash my hand. You can also do that. Um, and I didn't even warn you about this, poor Tim. Uh, is there something that you'd also like people to check out? Obviously your food truck, but is there anything else? No, please just come to my food truck. Now more than ever, I need it. Uh, also, you can check me out on Twitter at Tim Allen. Thank you very much. Did you, do you have a plan going forward now um, as the sole uh, employee, I suppose, at your food truck? Are you going to start stealing the cheese yourself and risk the wrath of Mike? I was going to see if Vern might do it for me and we could try to have some sort of rapprochement, but then he got me with the shitty hand It wasn't a prank. Again, so. I said shit on my hand. I don't know. Okay, Tim, I guess let I'll me just see your hand. have to try to do both myself. Tim, let me see your hand. Also covered in shit, <laughs> like father, like son. Steve, can I see your hand? <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, you got some cheese in your mouth, didn't you? I got a little cheese in my mouth. Guys, I think we should be a little more forgiving of each other. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> and Griffin never came back with all his pumpkin tips. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I wanted to hear them. Look forward to the next episode where Griffin has to give five pumpkin carving tips. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, from all of us here at Killed to Death and to all of you at home and your little nooks, keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lohr, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Killed to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!